Jim Brewer. First guest that actually wants to drink with us. Slight front moving in from the northwest. <laughs> to fill up super big gulp cups with steel reserves and walk into Shea Stadium with them. This is the biggest ballpark news since 2010. We're in the process of constructing a brewery at City Field. This is going to be an absolute shit show, but nevertheless. Cheers. Mets outfielder Curtis Granderson. Ladies and gentlemen, number 31, Mike Piazza. I've been waiting my whole life to do that. I'm so happy for your success, and uh, hopefully we'll uh, we'll have some suds soon together. We are pretty much a Mets baseball show, but we don't even really but, talk about the Mets at the time. Cheers to the city of Houston. Wait, but, so, ESPN, so anyway, ESPN, ESPN jacked that's our it. shit. <laughs> so that's basically what we're saying. What's up there, puppy? Well, what's up is I'm tired of hearing you guys talk about The Bachelor and about football and about all the garbage. Terry's going to retire after this season, and who wouldn't want to retire after this season? As fans, we don't have a choice. Yo, yo, what's up? Episode 40, the season finale of season one of an orange and blue thing. That's Darren Meenan right there. What up? I'm Brian Ernie. It's October 5th, folks, and this is it for season one. The end of, uh, I guess what? It's not in the end of an era, but it's the end of, uh, I guess, our experiment. For it's the end the of the a very time. first fun crack at whatever the hell you want to call this yeah. thing. At first, we thought it was a podcast. Then we thought it was... I don't know what the hell we thought it was, but when we had Taz on, he, yeah. he quickly told us, you guys are a show, your personalities, and you're more than just a podcast. So, um, yeah, it's been a very, very fun experience and fun uh, learning experience, number one, because we went into it completely cold, had no idea what the hell we were doing, and it turned out pretty well. And we, we've been seeing a lot of traction online. A lot of people have been watching and listening to us afterwards on SoundCloud and iTunes this year, so we really appreciate that. If you're in the comments right now, a lot of familiar faces. Click share right now to be in the running to win a whole bunch of free shit at the end of the show, and I might curse more than often tonight. That's okay. Sue me. We made it. We did make it. <laughs> <laughs> Can you believe we made it after, after episode one? Um, episode one, thanks to Keith Blacknick for helping us out with episode one. Um, I, I wasn't sure because at the, at the time we did that show, mm. we didn't really have a plan. Uh, it wasn't like a scheduled, okay, we're doing this every week. We're like, well, a lot of people that have Mets or any po- kind of podcast, they yeah. just film whenever or tape whenever, and they put up new episodes whenever they can. We They're, had no idea what day we, we were even no going to do it. No structure. Yeah. And then, you know, I looked at the, you know, obviously the Mets schedule, a lot of baseball games, um, there aren't as many Thursday night games as there are the rest of the week. So that's why we kind of landed on that and rolled the dice and it worked out. So out of the 40 weeks, we've had some overlap with games, like night games on Thursdays, but it was kind of rare. And a lot of Thursdays were just off. And those were the days where we would just kind of wing it. And uh, we were at my house in the beginning, so I got heavily drunk numerous times yeah. where, like, I look over at the end of the show and I look over at you and I was like, shit, I'm really drunk, <laughs> man. <laughs> but you had to drive home. But Yeah, that was always rough. I, I You'd was... watch me drink out of a freaking um, growler, a growler yeah. finish the whole growler of, like, 9% that, beers. That was that winless week we went through. Yeah, the, Mets, like didn't the win. Mets didn't win all week. We went a full stretch between episodes without watching the Mets win, and then, like, that was it. Oh, my God. We both had high hopes, though. We had high hopes, man. I'm and I think a lot of those. people that are watching this probably had high hopes as well. Yeah. And, like, not many fans go into a season thinking that they're going to lose 
you know, 92 games. Especially because one year ago today was the NL wildcard game. And if yeah. you would have told me that day that the Mets would lose 90 games the next season, I probably wouldn't have believed you. But, I mean, that's that's baseball. And like, yesterday was the eight-year anniversary of the first sale of the seven Yeah, line. congratulations. So, thanks, man. Uh, so we were tailgating prior to the final game of 2009, the first year ever at City Field. And I brought some extra shirts. I wasn't exactly sure what this was going to be. Uh, yet the seven line, I had no idea if it was just going to be a couple shirts for some friends or if I was going to actually try to turn this thing into a business. But the guy next to us tailgating said he wanted to buy one. So he was the first stranger to buy a shirt from us. Oh, so yeah. Well, it, cheers to that. Yeah, and, cheers, man. And to our uh, The whole thing, episodes, man. Yeah. And like you were saying. Cheers. Mm-hmm. I drank. About, thank God. About um, last year's wild card. I wouldn't have even thought a couple months after that we would have started this show. I know. So I think we've come pretty a long way. I think we have. I mean, it's it's kind of not to pat ourselves too much on the back, but it's something that uh, it, it's all from our heads. You know what I mean? This isn't something that we really followed a format for. And it's something that, like you said, we had no idea. If you look back at episode one, you really can tell that we don't know what it is. yet. <laughs> yeah. And and it was it's one of these things that we didn't some of the segments we do with clip of the week and stuff, this was all stuff that we were thinking about on tuesday honestly we were Wednesday. just trying to fill content in the yeah. beginning we were like what do we talk about obviously that's why we're taking this break after tonight because obviously the playoffs are happening we're going to show off our brackets later so mm-hmm. anything that i choose just basically a bet against that because I, I've, I've been oh and two so far yeah, on that yeah. but um yeah, the, we had no, like, structure. So we were basically just trying to learn the technology and get a feel for each other's rapport, the way we, you know, the way we can hold a conversation mm-hmm. while we're trying to talk to the audience um, at home. And it was, it was kind of a learning experience for me, too, because a lot of times I would forget that people are listening afterwards. So we would have something on the screen. I would try to explain it and then forget that no one's watching that visually. Right. So right. whatever. I mean, not to do too much of a history about what the hell this is. If you're watching now, you probably have you seen know. the other ones. If you're brand new... Thanks for watching, and maybe try to catch up on the archive. Go to the sevenline.com to catch up on that. But um, I think that season two, I, I was saying after we had Piazza, Piazza on, I hope we didn't peak. Yeah. Because it's hard to top having the, the, the greatest hitting catcher of all time and uh, a Met that's in the Hall of Fame basically come into our living room with us. And, yeah. and then uh, – we're going to try to top that, but I think we will. We will. I think we will. We're still getting baby steps. Got know? a lot of things cooking for, for season two, which we don't know when, when we'll start yet. A few weeks at least. I was going to say, at the very least, we're going to go until November. At the very most, I would say December when, when the off season's full. And, when, is, when, does stuff, when is the winter meetings? December. First so why don't December. we do that? Tentative. Tentatively Tentative. Uh, December at you some just, time. You were just privy to a production meeting. There you go. There you go, guys. <laughs> Honestly, four minutes ago, I, I don't know who's winning. We were just watching the game in the next room. 5-2 Astros. It was like three minutes to go, and I'm like, hey, Brian, uh, we got a show yeah, to do. Yeah, we're, <laughs> we're watching just like the show. sitting here drinking beers. Yeah, uh, Chris Sale's having a little bit of a rough outing in his first postseason outing, and uh, but we'll get to that. We'll get to our postseason picks later. But but first, if but, you want to call us, the, exactly. the, the, new, the brand new light's actually covering up the phone number, but I think you have it, right? 631-388-5195. Give us a call and talk. And, and the big topic du jour would be, we're in the uh, market for a new manager, are we not? Oh, I thought you were going to say the big breaking news at the end of the show. Yes, we are in the market for a new manager. Um, TC resigned. Yeah. well, Which is kind of fugaze, as you yeah, say. Yeah, I was going to say, a little fugazi <laughs> right there. It was absolutely not a resignation. It was more a 
stepping down before they asked him to step down, and that's fine. I think he found a soft landing. He obviously accepted a role in the front office position. I don't know how much of that's going to be like an emeritus role where he just kind of shows up and collects a paycheck. Um, if but I what know, do you think about that? Like, what's your thoughts on him resigning but staying with the organization? I think it's great because I, I hate it. No, you know, you he, tell me why. Here's why: because before Terry was the manager, he was a minor league field coordinator for this organization, uh, a role he had with the Dodgers before that. And if you ask the players, I thought that what the minor league system turned into under Terry's watchful eye was much more organized, much more uh, one-minded, philosophical. This is how the Mets do things. The Mets are going to do this. And, and I think that that kind of structure and that kind of passion for the game is very valuable to an organization that, let's face it, at some level will always dysfunction a little bit because of how involved ownership is. Um, and that's just the fact. I mean, you can like them, you can dislike them, but as long as Fred and Jeff are here, which they will be here forever, uh, I think uh, somebody, I don't remember who said it, but maybe Neil Best of Newsday, somebody wrote that they are the Supreme Court. They have jobs stop, for life. Stop harping on this because, you know, the whole sell the team thing that was right. huge it's, a few years ago, it's just not going to happen. It's not going to happen. So, so they're, they're here, and as long as they are here, it's not going to function exactly the way all other organizations do because Fred's very involved in the day-to-day. -day. So is Jeff. So it is what it is. Um, and I think having Terry there and having Terry's passion there, he is close to Fred, as we learned through Mark Craig's uh, Which I hated that as well, but go ahead. So I think that it's valuable to keep him in the organization in some capacity. I think that if he has another opportunity, he'll gladly take it. Um, but I think it's a soft landing for a guy who – I think deserves to be remembered very favorably in, in Mets lore. Well, I think that that, pr that article came out, I think it was last Friday. It was the day after our show. Yeah. I hate it. I hate everything that had to do with Terry's departure of being the skipper. I think they dragged him through the mud. All that stuff was totally uncalled for. David Wright, Noah Syndergaard, a bunch of the guys stepped up and yeah. said it was bullshit that so many – other players were throwing the manager under the bus mm -hmm. three days before he had, had to manage. He had, he had to manage three more games, yeah. Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. The home season was over. This article comes out. Terry gets dragged through the mud, and then, you know, he has to sit there with the press and, and basically look them in the eye and know that this is the end of his career yeah. as far as the management's concerned. Mm -hmm. Then to have the balls to be given a job back in the organization, I'd say go screw yourself right. because it's the kind of thing where – I was trying to – I did an analogy earlier when I was talking to Lizzie and uh, Drew. You just get broken up with. Yeah. But they say, you could stick around. We're going to go start dating somebody else, but you can live with us in our apartment and watch us manage this whole organization that you right. used to have a part of. Right. Screw that. How many more years does Terry Collins have on this earth? Go enjoy yourself mm -hmm. on a beach sipping a cocktail in your, in your boxer shorts and enjoy the rest of your life. Why sit there – after you've been around baseball so long, hang it up. Go enjoy the rest of your life. You don't have that many more years left. Well, well, on this earth. well we, we've seen. Not it. saying he's got a no, foot in no, the grave. Of course, he's of course. closer to 100 than he is 50. Sure. So, hang it up, Terry. But we've we I don't know if the math is right on that. But whatever. <laughs> okay. We we closer to 100 than he is 40. Okay. So go enjoy the rest of your years. Fair, I think. Hang it up. Tell the Mets to go screw themselves, and then go enjoy yourself. Here's the thing. We've seen it before. 
Baseball, when it's in your blood, when you're a baseball man, it's I get very it. difficult. You were to saying that up. with David Wright as well. It's it's hard, especially the lifestyle. The the I get ready for February. You know, I I'm sure over the winter he wants to look forward to a new season. That hard reset that you get from a new season. And and I thought Tim Riley, you have it up on the screen now, did, did a really good job in articulating. And I know Tim actually isn't even that big of a. Uh, of a Terry Collins fan, thought he did a nice job articulating the point that Terry's been more than what he seemed like he was going to be, which was the Buck Showalter placeholder kind of guy. I mean, even the Yankees didn't get into that, but I, Joe Torre was the kind of guy who they, they thought maybe just be would be a placeholder between Buck and somebody else, and he ended up being one of the best managers in the history of baseball. I think Terry proved that he deserves a, a very high spot. You know, uh, in, look at the Mets managers. Look at his resume. Has There is only one other manager that's gotten the playoffs back-to-back years. No, I get it. I'm with you on that. But I think that at this point in his career, if he's not going to be the manager anymore, wouldn't you want to just get out of this organization, go enjoy the rest of your time on this earth with your wife, look, retire I, from baseball? I'd retire tomorrow from my actual job if I could. But I think that he... I think he wants to stay involved with the I get game. It. And I, I, just, I don't maybe, understand maybe it. Maybe he sees it as a segue. Plus, Terry understands, I think, that this is a business. And the big thing about this is he understands that the voice needs to change sometimes, even if it's not a fair shake to the manager. All right, well, listen, if they don't give this new manager some players, they're going to have the same results. Because a lot of the things that Terry took the fall on was not his fault. Right. And I think that a lot of people have been saying that. I don't agree with every, every management, every move that Terry's made as a manager, I don't agree with. But as far as we've been saying for years, you can only play the hand you're dealt. And if you're not given players, you're not going to have a winning mm-hmm. result. Yeah. And Terry took the fall on a lot of that shit. And now they're giving him another job to stick around, which I think sucks. I'd be like... Go screw yourself. I'm done. Well, maybe the next manager will have more luck with the health of the players. And, and Oh, health. How about that? We transition to our next topic, which is Ray Ramirez is finally gone. Yay! I mean, <laughs> now, despite, despite the jubilation of, of the room here in the audience, you feel bad anytime somebody loses their job. That's their livelihood. Of course. But... <laughs> That said, it feels like this is a change that was overdue for so long. We were also saying many times on the show, and also when there's a, there's a blog post we have up here on the site, also from Tim Riley, all about, um, you know, someone's got to take the fall, and it's not always the, the, uh, the, the trainer's fault, right. but in the consistency that our guys have been getting uh, hurt over the years, someone's got to take the fall, and it's just a matter of time that it took this long to finally – uh, kick him to the curb. But I think that Mets fans everywhere were very excited to hear that news. Yes. And it's funny that, you know, the season's over. The playoffs just started. A lot of people are very excited about the postseason. And Mets fans are excited that they fired their trainer. So sure. it's like, you know, we live in a twisted freaking world. We do, as Mets fans live in a, in a twisted freaking world. But, <laughs> but let me say this. Uh, this organization, the criticism has always been that, you know, it's stagnation, right? Everybody keeps their jobs in spite of all the failures. There's never a shakeup of the team's medical staff, of the team's training staff, of the team's strength and conditioning staff. They always seem to be hurt. Well, now we're going to start to see if somebody else can do better. And just that, the unknown sometimes, is more uplifting than anything else. Because at this point, God love Ray Ramirez, and, and I hope he lands on his feet, but... I mean, how many times can you see the same guy run out to the same player? And I thought Tim put it really well in his post. Look at look at the various things. 
putting Ike Davis in a walking boot, oh and it God. turned out to ruin his career, basically. Uh, was it Ryan Church on a plane? Ryan Church on a plane. When he had a concussion? After, and then, yeah. now, concussions were very different in, in the zeitgeist of the sports world back then. You know, that was t- almost 10 years ago, and, and we know a lot more about head injuries now. But, I mean, it, this doesn't seem like rocket science for someone who seems to be trained in the art of dealing with players' bodies, you know? so The kiss of death. He'd walk out and put his hand on someone's shoulder. People thought it was the Grim Reaper. It did feel like that, and, uh, and it's, it's unfortunate that he's gone. That being said, I think, you know, the Mets obviously have an important hire to make, and the next guy is going to be under just as big of a microscope. <laughs> you, know, you obviously know Dre. Dre wrote something on Facebook, I think, a couple days ago right after this news broke, and she said, the amount of excitement that's going to be in the crowd on opening day when they announce the new trainer. Yes. And I, and, I, and I said to her, yeah, that's probably true, but what if it's Barwis? You never know. <laughs> you never know. I, I think Barwis is more of a strength and conditioning guy, uh, but, uh, you know, we'll see who gets the job. But let's go to the phones. I think we have a call. Um, Ed from Center Mariches wants to talk to us about, well, clothing, which is a good place to start with you. Ed, what's going <laughs> what's on? What's going on, Ed? Hello. Uh, good afternoon, guys. Congrats on a, uh, a wonderful first season. Really enjoy the show. Awesome. Thank, Thank you. you. Appreciate you calling. What's up, dude? Yeah. So so here's the deal, man. Uh, a couple Christmases ago, my brother-in-law, who's not really a big Mets fan, he bought me this, this awesome hoodie, or like a, like an authentic uh, hoodie. It, uh, it has my last name on it, which is fine, but it also has Casey Stengel's number 37 on it. Um, he did it. Not knowing the significance of Casey Stengel, and probably not even knowing that it's retired. The reason he put 37 on there is because that was the year my dad was born, and I have a big Mets connection with my father. I, I even put some of his ashes down at uh, at City Field when they were when they were building it. So that's the big connection there that he's well aware of. So he, you know, he wanted to get a nice gift, which I think was great. But I'm just kind of uh, I hung up a little bit here about whether or not to wear the thing. Again, it's been sitting in my drawer now for. I think a couple of Christmases, so um, would love to wear it, but I kind of feel at odds wearing Casey Stengel's number with my name on it. So just Listen, curious to get your guys' opinion on this and uh, what your thoughts were with that. If anyone but has a I'm problem sure with what you want to do to honor a family member, you can go, go tell them to fly a kite. That's it. That's crazy. You I, know what I mean? Like, I know what he means. I know what he means, though, because when, when my dad turned 50, my mom and I, for his present, got him in, like, an authentic pinstripe jersey, and we put 50 on it. And we put, you know, right. his, his nickname on it, which it always, like, you always felt weird because it's like, oh, I hate the guy who walks around with, like, you know, Jones, you know, or not Jones. Like, I was like, like that, too. I didn't. You know, like, I, I personally, before we started the Seven Line Army season ticket member jerseys, I, I never liked to have my own name on right, a jersey. Right, right. I thought it was kind of weird. I'm not on the team. But, right, I feel the same way, but there's a significance there. Oh, though. of course. Of but course, but yeah. since the jerseys came out and we're the only ones that actually have ever worn our custom jerseys, I felt like it made sense. Um, but whatever, to each their own. Do whatever makes you happy and definitely honor your family member. That's, I was going to say, honor your father, man, because that's, that, that's really cool. And it's cool that um, – who did you say you got it for you again? My my brother-in-law, my, my sister's husband. See, that's awesome. Like, it's it's cool that you have brother-in-law that like that knows that and and like knows you to that level that know knows right. that like your father is a, it's a deep connection. That's really cool. Um, I say wear it, man. That's you have no no shame in that game. Right on, guys. Appreciate it. Thank you so much, and uh, let's go Mets. All right, Ed. Absolutely. Let's Thanks for Mets, calling. Man. Enjoy your off season, bud. Thanks for calling, man. Thank it's, you. It was, Thank you. Uh, Cheers. 
I like that. That was, but that was good because that's such a that's such a big question for. I was a little confused dudes, by it when know? we first saw the uh, the note pop up here. It says opinion on a hoodie. I'm on like, a hoodie, oh, yeah. What could this really be about? Yeah, but exactly. But that's that's a good one. That's what the like show that. is all about because we See? don't care what you want to talk that's about. That's it. Call us. We get call, just, I don't even know the phone number. It's six three one three eight eight five one nine five. I can't see it. I, I moved this whole studio around you, this week. Do you, do you want this? No, there you go. Oh, how about that? Uh, before we move on, I do want to ask you. I think you already know the answer, but mm-hmm. I was shocked when I looked up the stats for our all-time numbers. Yeah. Uh, today, we actually have listeners, or people have listened at least a few times in fifty different countries. And do you know what our top? You know what our top download is? Do you guys? Do, what do you think our top show was? A uh, replay show, audio-wise. No, your your mic is off. But uh, there you go. Uh, the girls actually. What do you think, Lizzie? I don't think I told you. Did I, I tell you? Yeah, I already I know did the answer. You. I thought it was the Mike Piazza one, but, I, but you said it wasn't. So. I would have thought the Piazza one would have been the, the top dog as well. Obviously, you know, Hall of Famer. But uh, this guy might be happy to know that yeah. Al Dukes yeah. was the top downloaded uh, <laughs> the top downloaded uh, podcast. Yeah. This year, isn't that audio-wise? Cool. Good for Al Dukes, man. Yeah, that's that's awesome. You well, you know what? Is, I th- you know what? A shocker to me. I think the Boomer and Carton account retweeted his episode, so oh. that probably helped out a little bit. Well, that's pretty. Like the, that was a great episode. I thought it was good. It was awesome when um, he he we turned the, the camera on, and that's when we had a little bit of an audio lag that night for whatever reason, and. He, we pulled him up. I guess he was watching the show before yeah. we got, had him on, and he's wearing his Homer and Apple beanie. It was, it was, it was great. I think that, that interview and that, that segment was really good, and for good reason. It's the top downloaded uh, podcast that we have. That's pretty yeah. cool. Well, I awesome, think that's Al, very cool. Thanks, <laughs> thanks Al. What was, uh, I know you know, but what was our most watched video episode? Oh, McKellar. Yeah, McKellar. Ma- the McKellar drop uh, this year. We, uh, Which is really a testament to your Ability to promote things. Yeah, but then we were talking about it earlier. We did a little like test show, and people were like, oh, "That was clickbait." I'm like, "Not really." It's like we, I personally don't think that we overhyped anything on the last 40 episodes, where it wasn't truthfully a very exciting, at least to us. Topic. What's bigger ballpark news than, especially to a our 365 date? Well, there might be close for holidays, but a, a year-round brewery opening that's attached to the ballpark, right? That is going to brew beer in the ballpark that you're yeah. going to drink in the ballpark. Not to mention the fact that. Craft beer outlets everywhere and, and lifestyle magazines and everything picked up the news the next day. Oh, yeah. Men's Journal. We, were, we got some good hits on that. So, I mean, it's, it's, it obviously we didn't overblow it by any stretch of the imagination. I th- and I still believe that that was the biggest ballpark news since they opened McFadden's. I, I, besides moving, besides the, fences moving in, the fences in and things right. like that. I right, mean, right. as far as it, off the field stuff. Ballpark news, I think yeah. that was the biggest thing. Yeah. Right. And I'm proud that we had that on the show. I am, too. I am, too. So I'm, I'm really excited to go drink there. I am too. It should be a good time. I am. Too. <laughs> I don't even know what we have next. Well, on the you want to talk about what we did over the weekend, which was uh, this, this bad boy right here. Did you wash it? I did wash it because <laughs> um, RJ pooped on it. Um, <laughs> so I did wash it. It is nice and clean. Good. But um, yeah, softball, we took second place. We did get second place, which so, I think is a very impressive showing. So let's let's talk about. We should talk about the drama of the proceedings and why second place is even more impressive than it sounds okay go ahead you start because you organize this whole thing okay and you know what 
I'll tell you, I did not. I only played like two, one or two innings in the actual field. I no. caught a little bit. I, I third base. Oh right, right, right. Crouching down behind home plate. Anybody? Any, I gotta say, any monkey could do that. And that's not that's not necessarily true because I will say this. You said you were impressed with when I was trying to get you pumped up. I I am somebody who obviously has played like and not to pump like toot my own horn here, but I've played in much larger games than than a charity softball tournament. So I feel like I can keep my emotions in check. But my heart was pumping during that first game because I didn't want to go one and done, you know? <laughs> I thought we were. And, Unlike some people. And, well, we'll get to that. <laughs> and and I, for me, we rallied in the, our first game from a run down to take a two-run lead going into the bottom of the last inning. And when you're out there and you're pitching, which I'm not used to pitching slow-pitch softball, like you know you have to throw strikes. You know you have to get it a certain place. It can be very you know, like you, you're pumped up yeah, yeah, yeah. and you were so encouraging and he, li- you literally calmed me down so much. You're like, that's it, B. You got it now. You got let's this. Let's go. Now. Let's go. And I was like, I was like, yeah, man, that's, that's leadership right there on the oh, field. Thanks, I was bro. impressed. Well, let's start off with, we, we played against who was, who was the lightning, whatever. Yeah. The, so we talked about it last week on the show. I'm sure like a lot of people that actually played in the, in the tournament are watching right now. So, yeah. um, we played against Shout the out to you guys. It was, it was a great storm. day. And you know what? I, it, it was I don't have the day. exact number. Shit, I should have wrote it down. It was about three grand we raised Excellent. for Tuesday's Children. Keith Blacknick also um, held a auction with uh, Mike Meehan helped out and yeah. Christine, his sister. And I'm not sure who else. I think Adam may have helped out. A couple yeah. people helped out, and they raised a couple an extra grand. I'll tell you, Mike was a salesman and a half, man. Was, That's great. And great. I know a lot of people actually got a lot of really good prizes out of that. So anyway, yeah. so number first and foremost, the whole day was about fun. The whole day was about charity. The whole day was about... Yes, we want to win, but we were trying to have fun with our fellow Mets fans. And when the day started, um, I'll be completely honest, it was very apparent the second that we walked in, we got our jerseys and our uniforms, and you start looking around, like, all right, these people aren't Mets fans, and a lot of them were organized teams. So we were very adamant on saying we're trying to – stray away from having an organized existing softball team just sign up and clean house that, because we, actually that wasn't what we said we said no organized softball teams are allowed right that it wasn't like we're not trying to you know you right, don't right, right. Eh. it was we bold like, it, was, it was in the rules no organized softball team so there was that exactly and it was on the sign up form it was on the website we talked about it every week on the show and it was apparent that a lot of people didn't follow that so we actually had to play against a team that was an organized team. The, the first one was, yeah. And I went and spoke to the manager, and I was like, listen, I'm not trying to, like, throw a fit here and have you guys kicked out. It was before the game started. I'm right. a very, li- like, I try to be a likable guy. I talk yeah. to people. I'm not trying to, like, be confrontational. Again, it's for charity. And he goes, well, you know what? It ended up that a couple of my guys had to back out, so I am fielding 12 of my 13 people on my softball team. And I'm like, well, that sucks. Yeah. Like, yeah. He's like, well, it was either that or we didn't show up. And I'm like, well... It's not our fault. You know what I mean? But whatever. We beat them. The whole point of – I wrote a blog post, which is actually on the site right now. Some people thought that this was me whining about getting second place. And I know that I'm not the best player on the field, even though I think I hit 750 or something. You but, did very um, well. You, did, <laughs> yeah. you, had, you had a really good day. So um, it wasn't about us getting second. I, could, I couldn't have cared if I got eighth. It was the whole point of it being a fun, fair day, and it wasn't really a fun, fair day. Luckily, we, have, we had strong players on our team, and we did get to play four games. Mm-hmm. So I felt like we, we got we, the, most, we, out we got the, the most out of the and, day. And honestly, I, my, I said this to my dad. My dad said this to me afterwards. He's like, I think that was the best you could have possibly done. Exactly. I, don't think, I don't think we could have won So we lost. Thing. Whatever. We Please. lost. We got, we got the, the floor was wiped with us in the final, which is fine. And, you know, the team that we were playing against, I didn't write this blog post to talk shit about them because right. odds are whoever signed them up 
didn't tell the other 11 players that, right. hey, we didn't. We entered this, be, but right. we really want. They wanted it to be Mets fans and no organized. Not to teams. mention the fact that we played three organized softball teams out of the four Did we games. Play? Yeah, I don't know. I'm pretty sure that the the team in the semis was also organized, or or at the very least, like some, yeah, some players had a right. lar- had a decent portion who and like you know that kind of stuff. But uh, we at least beat two. We at least played two organized teams. Right, so whatever. I mean, you know, after the fact, it, it seemed like the 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 players on the winning team thought that I was trying to talk shit about them. And I wasn't. I was just trying to be completely honest with the rest of the people who follow our brand and were a part of the day. And if I didn't say anything, it would make us look bad. So it wasn't to to call them out specifically because, honestly, I swear to God, the people that were commenting on the Facebook post probably had no idea that this was supposed to be a Mets fan fun thing. So we're obviously going to go back to the drawing board for year two. I did talk to you about a couple ideas. It would suck because – not that we want to completely start from scratch, but I think if we just do schoolyard pickup style, where I know that it's it's kind of disappointing for guys that want to play with their friends. Yeah. If we do schoolyard pickup style, and uh, I don't know how many people that would be, 13 people times 16, whatever that is, you're good at math, uh, that many people we, we were allowed to sign up, everyone shows up, blah, 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 fair teams, let's play. And then yeah. it's fun. I think that the the only drawback of that is what what was great for me personally was that I got to play with friends that that don't go to outings all the time. You know what I mean? So, like, yeah, we have a lot of people that we know, obviously, uh, that, that go to outings all the time. And they played, and it was but awesome. But everyone on our team was a Mets fan. Every, and everybody, Almost all of them has been to an outing. I think every one of them has been to an outing. So, whatever. So, you know, but I was very proud of what we did. And, like, like I said, i, I, I got to be honest with you. I could not care less that we lost in the finals. I got to spend all day down there, and it was amazing. We had such a good time. Exactly, and and, and whatever. And it's... thank you to the Cyclones, and thank you for Keith and, and, and Greg Conway and Greg Conway to this. put it together. And it was it was amazing. It was it was a very 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 good day. It was a very fun day. I just wish it was a little bit fairer because a lot of teams didn't get a fair shake. Luckily, we had some strong players, and we made it to the finals. And, and we and had a proposal. We did. It's on. It's on the screen here now. Uh, Kevin and Karen got engaged at home plate. So congrats to them. He had a sling on. He couldn't play. I guess he was scheduled to play or was supposed to play. And then um, we got an email the day before saying that around 10 a.m. there was going to be a proposal at, at home plate. And I, I thought it was Indart. So I was like, oh shit. I. That's what I texted so you. I said, are, I'm like, damn you... it, Andrew's getting engaged tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, it wasn't in Dart. So we, uh, I was ready over there, and I was pretending to take like a team photo, and he crouched down and he took a the box out of his sling and proposed, and she said yes. That's and great. Um, whatever. Congratulations. It was man. a fun day. So we're hoping this will be an annual thing. Again, congrats to Queen's Finest. We yes. weren't. We, I didn't blog this to talk shit about your whole team. You are an organized team. That's great. And, by the and way, they're very can, accomplished can, team. Which I was going to awesome. say, can we say a very good team? Like, very good their team. girls were fantastic. The one guy who had an opposite field like jack against me. That that that, that shortstop was, was all, the girl's shortstop. Yeah, was, was great. And the guy who had the the bomb against me it was it was this was like a squishy ball for people who didn't play and weren't there. It wasn't a hard regular softball. It was kind it was of a clincher. Yeah, and it was it was designed to kind of keep everything in. Get it in an opposite field home run. It didn't go get over the wall, but it beat Josh over his head. It short hopped the fence. I mean, that's a that's a poke opposite field with that kind of ball. So I mean, they were great. I I I actually loved playing them because it was fun to play a, such an accomplished team. But like, but I mean, obviously, like we weren't going to win that game. I had a great time. But anyway, listen. it was fun. Thanks to every, thanks for coming out. Yeah, and we and hope thanks this for is helping an us raise thing. money for our Tuesday show. Exactly, it was fantastic. And that's that's what the day was supposed to be about. Um, six three one three eight eight five one nine five. Let's go to the phone because I think we. 
we have. <laughs> it's only fitting. The that superstar. When we close out uh, this first season of Orange and Blue thing, we get our standout star of the first season to call in. Hello, Poppy. Hello. Yes. Go Speak ahead, Pop. Up. I can't hear you. No, 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 no. Poppy. We can hear you, but we are fine. <laughs> Go ahead. What's up? All right, listen. Uh, the Mets search is over. I've checked my schedule, and I think I can take the job. Yeah, well, <laughs> that's good. Well, but we're... I will save them a lot of money because not only will I be the manager, I'll be the trainer, the pitching coach, and also the hitting coach. <laughs> It'll be a wrap for the on. contract short term because of my age. Hold on. They're not even looking for a new hitting coach. Well, let me tell you something. <laughs> we need one. <laughs> hey, All right. Listen, but also, I wanted, to, I wanted to tell you guys I apologize for not showing up at the softball game because I figured that if I played, they would be accusing you. Of using a ring on. Yeah, they would be. They absolutely would be. That was Darren's first question. He saw my parents. He's like, is Coach Poppy coming? Poppy, you are such a star. I can't thank you enough for calling us each week during season one. I hope that uh, season two, you come back with just as much fire for old-time baseball. Well, let me tell you something. I thought your show was fabulous. I had a lot of fun and enjoyment in watching and listening to you guys. Some of the times you put me to sleep, but other times you kept me awake. So I want you to keep it up, keep rolling, and I'm I'm really sorry to hear that you you've ended it now. I would have liked to see it go a little bit longer, but that's all right. My wife will talk to me at night about baseball, and I'll feel secure. All right, Pop. Well, thanks for calling. Thanks for making this season fun, and uh, don't worry, we'll be back soon. Uh, I love you guys. Be good. All right, I love Aww. you, Pop. Thanks, my, my grandfather, the one and only, the incomparable John Montreal. The Pop. The Pop. That's awesome. There he is. I um, love hearing from Poppy. You so, know. Um, what are you going to hey, do? How do you even top that? Any score update in there? Uh, we don't know. Let's let's ask our live studio audience. 5-2 Still 5-2 five, two five, Houston. 5-2 Houston. So we right. are going to pull up our predictions here. Yeah. Uh, we were talking earlier through via text. We don't really call each other. Right? We rarely talk. When I when I call you, you know it's probably something pretty important. And I know you're driving, yeah. Yeah, and it's uh, it's rare because yeah. like when I'm driving, uh, I'm you know I do text and drive. I'm sorry, I do do that. Um, don't do that. I saw that you wrote something. You had like a away message. The up. new the new iOS lets you put an away custom away message up when you are driving, so it'll detect your Bluetooth or whatever. And and I, it's been great because I've actually been like on my way from here, and I'll be check. I'll want. I'll go to instinctively check my phone while I'm driving, which I know is terrible. And it looks. It goes down. It's like you're driving. You're in do not disturb, and it gives you an option to click. I'm not driving. You obviously are. So. That's like Waze. It's Waze good. says, are you the passenger? Before we go on to this topic, though, I do want to bring up something that we accidentally skipped over. Um, yeah. it, it's all about Jacob DeGrom and his hair. But yeah. before we get to that, if you guys are watching live, share the show on your wall to be in the running to win, I don't know how much, $50 worth of free stuff. Towards the end of the show, we'll pick someone out at random, and we will send you some stuff to wherever you live. You just give us your address and your size. We'll mail you some stuff. But... Um, Let's get to this little topic here on Jacob DeGrom because our buddy Drew, who's here right now, 
Yeah. Got a text from Drew. You might want to sit down because I got to ask, say, I gotta ask you. Some yeah, questions. we got to ask you some questions. We had like an eight-hour jump on this news. By the way, do you know that Adam Rubin probably was like throwing things against the wall <laughs> because you broke this news? I, this is so. Just stay this nice is and so, close to the mic. This is so a Rubin thing because he would have been like, uh, I was watching MacArthur basketball and uh, <laughs> I, I checked down the score and I looked up and Jacob Degrom had cut his hair. So the fact that you broke this, Drew, is like, this is. 100% on point. All right, so let me let me I've been working a lot from home the past few days. I didn't actually realize how much work this blog was going to be. Mm-hmm. And you even said to me the day like you're blogging a lot. You're like you're blogging like a lot, probably too much. And I was like, well, <laughs> I, I knew that's what you meant. I, sa- I said you're I said you're you're writing a lot because the idea to have with the staff is that <laughs> we want to engage them, have and, them write. And some of the stuff that you're writing it, it, First of all, I love that you have a voice. Like, I love to refine your stuff, but, like, the, what writers need to have is, is a voice. And you do. You have one. It's very distinctive. It's very you. It's, so you do clean up some of my bad language every once in a while. Every once in a while, <laughs> but that's what an editor's for. That's what he's yeah. supposed to do. And, uh, and honestly, like, I, I think you're doing a great job. But for some of the – I'm asking currently the staff to do very difficult work and, like, give me a feature. Tim Fitzpatrick, who did – I thought he did an amazing job with that Keith Hernandez post. It's great, yeah, I we'll talk it about was that. Fantastic, and uh, but some of the reactions of like, it would be great if we could hand them off like we did with Tim with the uh, with the uh, Ramirez. Ramirez. That was quick too. He was, was like he twenty was minutes. Right on boom, it. boom, right yeah. on it. So yeah, I'm I'm sitting at the house, and I, you know what? I think it's taking me longer too because I'm still trying to get my feet wet with like certain HTML stuff. So I'll get faster at it as as I can. Hold on, let me change this, this yeah. camera angle. So I'm sitting there at the house. I'll take one too if you don't mind. I'm sitting there at the house and uh, I get a text from Drew who says, yo, DeGrom cut his hair. Word on the street is Word, DeGrom cut his hair. Word on the street. So it was basically saying like, yo. When um, Drew tells you the word on the street, you know it's legit. You know it's the truth. And that's it. <laughs> Uh, so cameras on you now. Yeah. Tell us a story. So what happened? You you so, got a text from from your boy, yeah, and then my you hit boy me up. LC Chris, he's also down with the seven line. He hit me up. He at eleven eleven forty nine. He said just saw the Grom leave the barbershop next to my job. The dude cut all his hair off. <laughs> and you said to me that matching dude, hair. He said something else I can't say. So I was like, oh, <laughs> I was like, no way. You got a picture? I know. I wanted a photo because, like, basically, you know, seeing is believing. Though. It's the kind of thing where you put something on the internet. I wrote actually. I think I wrote like. 99% true or whatever the hell I wrote. Like, word on the street is that DeGrom got a haircut. Uh, no, no, no. I wrote, word on the street is uh, DeGrom and Wright just left a barbershop and they have matching haircuts. Because I think that's what you wrote me. So I actually called the barbershop. Yeah, I sent them an um, uh, IG message. Yeah, yeah. So I called the barbershop and I'm in the, I waited because the, the baby was napping and I just finished doing my computer shit. So I go into the car, I had the phone number, and I call. I got the girl on the line. And I'm like, hey, um, what the hell happened? Uh, something just happened there for a second. Uh, so I got the girl on the phone, and I'm like, hey, uh, I just got a, a phone call from a buddy, and I'm writing a blog post for my website. And <laughs> What did she say? No, listen. And I'm like, can you let me know if the Grom and David Wright just left your barbershop? Because it's a pretty big deal if Jacob DeGrom cuts his hair. And she's like, what? And I'm like, yeah, we're Mets fans, and, you know, hair is a big deal. Did he, were they there? And he's like, um, 
We have a confidentiality agreement oh, with on. our hold clients. On, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You I'm should have s- went about it a different way. Like, me and my buddy have a bed. He had a lot of hair. He cut off all of his hair, and I want to know if it's sure or not. Well, I, I, I want to know the, the barbershop that's making clients sign a confidentiality. <laughs> is, there, is there a barber? It's like a barber, doctor's office. Is there a barber code of ethics that <laughs> I'm not subscribing no, I saw, to? I saw the prices, though. Yeah. For a cut. Yeah. It was like $85. $85? So, so that's yeah, crazy. They, it's, <laughs> I cut my own hair in the bathroom. Because I wouldn't go there. So a higher end thing. I should be charging myself 85 bucks. Especially for just like a regular cut. It wasn't even like a serious cut. No. But he looks good. Yeah, so anyway, so that was like seven hours early, but we didn't have photo confirmation. And I was like, you know, you know, people tend to take things a little seriously that, you know, especially on this, like people like they're giving out giveaways with the guy's like hat with his hair hanging off the back. Um, You know, what if it's not true? And I had earlier put up a blog post where it was photoshopped Keith Hernandez as Terry Collins, and people thought that he was going to be a manager, and people thought that I was trying to troll them. So it was like back-to-back yeah. posts, like stop lying to us, basically, yeah. is what Mets yeah. fans were saying. Um, but it was true. So is the same boy that texted you the one that works at the at the parking garage? No, no, no. So so I told <laughs> he wor- he works around that area. So he told me, um, I told him, yo, try to see if you get, you know, get a photo, picture, go to the barber shop. You know, Darren's going to hook you up with some free stuff. <laughs> so he was a guy. I'm, I'm, I'm going to go check it out. That's when uh, he actually ran into his boy who works at the parking garage. And he was like, oh, shit, I just got the ball signed by David Wright and DeGrom. Yeah. So I was like, listen, we can't get a photo. The best thing we could do is the ball. With That's the good enough, though. Can I tell you that this is more investigative reporting <laughs> no, it's, it's than like, probably happens in, like, 99% of cable news? Like, yeah. this is 100%. This is, like, deep throat right here. It's like, <laughs> I got a parking garage attendant. I got I a you, barber. We got, TMZ shit. We got yeah. it. We got this cold, man. No, I got it up on the screen here. So, so the original blog went up at, I don't even know what time, I but I put it. Update up at 12:26. It said parking lot attendant across the street got this ball autographed. Uh, he's not allowed to take pictures with clientele, so no photos of Jacob himself. But it's it, what, this would be a very weird thing to lie about. No, it's too too. So obviously it was true. So later on in the day, seven o'clock, Reyes just had to wait for the photo. Yeah. Reyes did the Snapchat because there was like some kind of event for yeah. season ticket holders, uh, some type of bougie event over there at City Field, and the players were there to like pose with photos or whatever. So uh, whatever, it's true. Hopefully he donated it because that's a lot of hair. Yeah. yeah. Hopefully it just yeah. didn't end up in some vacuum. But uh, who knows? <laughs> he looks pretty good. Looks and great. we put up a poll asking. I said asking the girls, but anyone could really vote on it. it says you ladies out there like the. Um, you ladies out there like Jacob's new haircut. You guys should switch seats for a second. Um, so the the uh, the answer was seventy four percent yes, twenty six percent no. I actually chopped off the the amount of people who voted on this, but I think it was around a couple thousand people voted. Um, so I don't know. It's just hair Send out. It to the ladies. Long hair. Did you, like, did you vote? I did not vote. But, but I'm what's the, your vote now? I'm the twenty six percent. I like the long hair. Well, yeah. you just you you had long hair. So what what do you, you feel about Darren? Yeah, that's fine. I'm cool with it. I felt like it was awkward to have a long haircut. But Jake, you like the flowing. I still, I still I got a hot wife though. That's all good. <laughs> <laughs> my wife. That's my wife. <laughs> but you look better with shorter hair. But I like Jacob to go with longer hair. 
All yeah, right. you, like, you know what it was too. She, like constantly, while I had the long hair and I was getting ready to cut it, she would send me photos on Time Hop. Like, look how much better you look in this photo. Like, I'm like, well, I'm not cutting. <laughs> I it. think you look like like five years younger with shorter, shorter hair. hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. And yeah. you guys say I look thinner too. Sometimes the girls there say, you go. "Hey, we should get to the phone for a second. Uh, we do have a call, so we should." We should <laughs> I love my lo- opinion. Cool. Thanks. Oh, sorry. Yeah, go ahead. I, we don't care, Lizzie. Well, you, your your boy has like his hair's like nine feet long, so you probably yeah. Like I was gonna say hair. you gotta like it. You gotta but, like the long hair. <laughs> yeah, he has longer hair than I do, so I do like the longer hair. But I must say, that what about on him though? J- well, Jacob got a haircut more recently, mm-hmm. and he trimmed it. Yeah, and the trim was weird. It was awkward, right? It was weird because yeah. it was like round and and. Like, you could tell that it was cut. I liked it before. I like his long – I like it. Well, you know why they kept it, right? Like, why, pretty sure why they kept it? Because he said it hid the ball for Well, no, no. Nah, nah. It was here he in, during the 2015 World Series. There's a link here. I think it brings you to um, uh, FTW uh, for the win. So in 2015, he actually told the press, he's like, I'm over this. I can't wait to get a haircut. And then the next season, they signed a, license, they signed a deal with Axe. Him and Thor yeah. signed a deal with Axe. So they're probably getting paid to, like, don't cut your hair for X amount of time. And then finally that's over, season's over, boom, hair's gone. Should have done a hair versus hair match. What is that, wrestling? Yeah, it was Cinder. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. All right. 631-388-5195 is the number to call and hang out with us on our season finale episode. On the line right now, Florida Brew. Brew, what's going on, man? Hey, guys. What's up? What's up, Florida Brew? We actually met. Did you meet Florida Brew? I did. I've I've now hung hung out with Florida Blue. Florida, Florida brew, brew, the real brew, by the way. <laughs> Twice uh, at the Islanders game and uh, at the last game at City. That's, what's up, bro? Thanks for calling, dude. Thanks for being so loyal this year. Yeah, man. Oh, you know, you know, they started calling me uh, real brew at the last outing. So. That's, that's right. The other brew, I think, might move to Virginia and be a hick. Oh. <laughs> it looked like he was having a good time with Big Mike this week. He's <laughs> always having a good time with Big Mike. Yeah, our buddy Tezza, he actually commented because uh, Brew went and watched Monday Night Football for um, you know Redskins, and he was wearing all Redskins shit, and he put up a video of Brew saying, like, hail to the Redskins, and Tezza wrote, what are you going to go as Big, as Big Mike for Halloween to? <laughs> saying nice. like he's like his clone. Anyway, sorry, Brew. Uh, Florida Brew, what up, dude? Not much. I just wanted to call and say, you know, congratulations on the first season. And uh, I had a blast at the outing last week. Uh, I can't wait to go back to spring training with all you guys. Hell yeah, I can't wait. I think the schedule, what, does it come out like November? Uh, very early, Usually? I'm pretty sure. Yeah, somewhere in the November, December range. So we should have plans for that. Are you coming? We're, it's going to, we'll see. Oh, yeah, it's only like two and a half hours from my house. Hell yeah. No, I meant Brian Ernie he met, here. He meant me. He's oh, going to actually yeah, come. But I, you got to come out. I, that's, you should. That's bring the wife, bring the said. kid, hang out in the berm. We shall see. Lather up the SPF. Well, that's it, man. Just it should be a good day. There. Yeah. yeah, bro, we'll see you down in Florida. Thanks for calling, dude. Uh, absolutely, guys. Later, man. Brew's awesome, man. He's a good dude. Uh, met him, met his wife. Uh, it was a lot of fun to see them. Um, it's, it's crazy, man. You wouldn't think it. But now you have somebody like and it's crazy that you have somebody in Florida who knows who you are and you could see him and hang out with him, whatever. It's Why is he an Islanders fan? I, uh, you know, that's a good question. I, he has to be some he has to be a trans. Is he from here? I have no idea. Well, you know what? I wish you would have asked him. him. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, man, it's it's great. I was glad to get to meet him. He's been a supporter of the show for a long time. So it was, it's been great. Absolutely. So postseason. Yeah. 
Well, believe uh, it or not, even when the Mets season's over, there is still baseball. Yeah, to play. and speaking of that, now I can't give you a play-by-play. Okay, I, I cannot <laughs> give you a play-by-play. Oh, you know what I want to ask you? How does that work? With like, I, I was watching those guys. We were talking about it last night. I can't remember their name. Yeah, they were doing a uh, live Cespedes stream. Barbecue. Yeah, they were doing a live stream during the show, watching the game. Can you do play-by-play? Well, I think if you work for MLB, you probably can. Because we but... spoke about it, we we're like, no, maybe we'll just bullshit one day, drink beers, and we, we you can't, right? Uh, they you can. And let, I, I mean, think there's some kind of an agreement where you can't do a play by play. I guess you can as long as you're sitting there watching the game and reacting to it. And you're not sitting there going like Altuve comes up. He's one for two on the day. And I think as long as you're not doing something like that, it, you'd be fine and get around it. But yeah. But I mean, the Astros are up seven to two now in game one. They look like they're on their way to a game one win. Um we decided to do a little postseason bracket challenge. It's on this, the screen here. It says yeah. you could win $5,000. I have no idea what this is from. I just dragged this off MLB's uh, tweet today. Yeah. Postseason bracket challenge. I have no idea what that is. But well, this is mine. You should enter this if you can win five grand. Why well, not? we'll see. Um, I have the uh, the Astros advancing. They were my preseason pick to face <laughs> to face the Mets in the World Series. So we won't get the Mets there, but the Astros might get there. Um, I have them over the Red Sox. I obviously like the Indians over the Yankees. Not just wishful thinking, but uh, and I think Cleveland's just an absolute stack team. Look at look at some of their bullpen arms that didn't even make the postseason roster while everybody's creaming over the Yankees bullpen after the wild card game. See, you see Bartolo didn't make the roster? Uh, yeah, he, he was banged up. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, over in the National League, I do like the Nationals winning their first uh, ever <laughs> playoff series. <laughs> I would love for the Cubs to, to pull off that upset. I think the Nats are better, um, and I think their pitching will carry them through. It's hard to go back-to-back back in baseball, you know, it's to win that. Um, we, we met, I mentioned it in the Cubs post. Cubs are only the fourth division champion or no fourth reigning world series champion to win their division the next year since the year 2000 no so way really yeah so that's it shows you how hard it is to, to kind of come back and then obviously the diamondbacks won last night i like the dodgers in that series even though arizona's had a had a pretty uh easy time with um the dodgers in the regular season uh the dodgers are, are a stacked team so my nlcs is the nationals and the dodgers my ALCS is the Astros and the Indians. Um, I like the Astros, man. I know everybody's hot to trout on the Indians. They were one of the best teams in baseball. But uh, for me, the Astros, in, you know, with the pitching, with Keuchel and, and Verlander at the top, um, I think Corey Kluber could be uh, key, obviously, to the Indians' whole postseason run. But they're going to need guys like Trevor Bauer uh, to, to step up. He's starting game one against the Yankees tonight, and uh, that game starts in about 15 minutes. Um, but I just like the I like the Astros, man. I'm going to stick with them to go to the World Series, and then I think the Dodgers will get there, and then I think we're sending Curtis out with a ring. Uh, I think the Dodgers are going to win it all this year. Last night, wh- who's the pitcher? Was uh, Granky? Yes. Uh, did you see the the report? I, I don't know what uh, what reporter put this on Twitter, but does he have problems like anxiety problems or something like that? Have you ever heard that? He might. It would make sense to me. So the end of the game, everyone's celebrating, splashing champagne everywhere. He went to the weight room. Like he was not a part of it. He just like left and did his thing. I don't know if that's more of like a, all right, this doesn't really count towards the postseason until the next game, or if it's more so anxiety and didn't want to be part of a crowd. I have no idea. Right. So that was a little interesting. I don't know what what's behind that, but someone keeps calling me from an unknown number. Is it coming up on your phone? I'm on declining your... it over and over. Yeah, again. keep doing that. Uh, so my bracket is actually totally on who I want to win, not anything to do with uh, who I think's going to win. I do not want to see the Nationals win their first ever game. I want them to be swept. Then I want the Cubs to move on and be beaten by the Diamondbacks. Originally, we were saying it was a feel-good story about uh, about um, 
Granderson to maybe get his first ever ring, but I can't get over the whole Utley thing. Screw the Dodgers. Uh, so I think it's going to be Arizona for the National League. I just have a good. I have a feeling that it's a that's a feel good story for Houston as well with everything that happened with them to beat um, beat Boston, beat the Cleveland Indians, and get to the World Series. And I think that that the Houston Astros. Now, will do you win know the, the story Series. with the Astros and the the Sports Illustrated cover? No. In 2014, just after oh the curse the, of the cover. No. Well, in 2014, they did a reporter over at SI did a very probing report into the process of the Astros rebuilding. The Astros were on the bottom of the heap for a long time um, in the in the early part of the decade, and they gave him access to their draft room in 2014. As a result, that they, they ended up running a cover story, and Jared Diamond wrote an amazing uh, story about this cover story in sports illustrated and to justify putting a last place team on the cover of sports illustrated in the middle of the summer they came up with this headline your 2017 world series champion no the houston astros so that was a si cover three years ago and now the astros are playing to try to be the 2017 world series champion so um how we'll about see. that we'll see so before the season started, not actually not before the, season, the the first week of the season, the Mets started giving out the crown, which a lot of people either loved or hated. I was keeping track of it for the show. We actually were were, were the showing four, the forerunners on this. We were we were probably the first to start keeping track of it, and then the Mets actually made a graph that looked exactly the same. But a lot of people were against it. I don't know if you liked it or didn't I like it. it. I th- you said it kept the clubhouse kept light, loose, yeah. and it, you know it, it was a. It was something to look forward to after the game, especially after they won. But before the season, not before the season, but before the season went to shit, basically, I said to you, do you think that they're going to keep doing this until the end of the year, good or bad? And I think you said yes, and they did. They did. They did. did. So only 70 wins, but they did give out 70 crowns. Shout out to, I don't know who posted this, Uh, Good Fundies on Twitter posted this, um, a little collage here. I think it started off with the Struble, it ended with the Struble. I don't know who had the most, but they did continue it. I think it's going to be retired after this. I think that's probably over with, right? I would, I would think they'll find. It was, it was pretty much bad luck. But another thing that happened this week, Keith Hernandez, yes, good old Mex, yes, is going to be working for Fox. Yeah. So I think that's great. I think that Mets fans everywhere love Keith, and I think to have him on the national stage. Be it, it's only post game and pre. Uh, I mean, pre game and post game. He's not going to be calling the games. He could take a nap in between. Um, I'm sure he'll think about <laughs> it. Uh, I think it's great. I think it's awesome. Now, Ronnie and him are both working in the postseason. Ronnie was on TBS last night. I like hearing familiar uh, voices on the broadcast. Gary's great at what he does, but I think he also does Seton Hall. He does other stuff throughout the year. But I think Ronnie and Keith, when the Mets season was over, because you know Keith's been working for TBS for a couple years now, yeah. they just kind of hung out. So um, Gary and Keith alluded to uh, you should pay attention tomorrow. There's some breaking news happening. And like I kind of I was being sarcastic, but I was like, oh, I think he's going to be the next Mets manager. And people ran with it. Yeah. Obviously, it was false. But the real story was Keith's going to be uh, in the in the booth. But well, not really the booth uh, behind the table taking Pete Rose's spot. Right. And uh, and I think that's couldn't be a bigger upgrade personally. Uh, you know. When you look at what Keith Hernandez is, which is such a like an affable, fun personality, uh, be, you know, you look what he's been able to do. Frank Thomas will also uh, help fill that role. So I think Pete Rose is technically being replaced by two people. Uh, Frank Thomas, 
Uh, Keith Hernandez, they'll join A-Rod, Big Poppy, and, of course, Kevin Burkhart. And if you were on our blog earlier this week, uh, you should definitely check out this article. A good friend of mine, Tim Fitzpatrick. Yeah, Tim, is, welcome uh, to the blog, yeah, Tim. Welcome, welcome aboard. He, uh, he wrote this. Five quotes from Keith Hernandez that would not fly on Fox Sports. So check that out. Uh, How could you not love Keith Hernandez? You know what uh, I mean? Just in general. Like anyone who says that they're, they watch the Mets broadcasts and don't love Keith, I think is lying. Because yeah, if, there's, nah. if the Mets game goes to shit, at least you have Keith in the booth. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's awesome. What the fuck is going on over there? <laughs> the All girls right. are just trying to like... I think the girls are basically just trying to like... Uh, like screw with us. Look, look at this. What what is that? What's oh Dan's here? Oh, what's up, Dan? <laughs> okay, so the girls are doing yoga. We're talking about Keith Hernandez. Namaste, Namaste all day. Uh, my webcam froze to this. Yeah, you look good though. <laughs> For whatever reason, that was a good. while ago. You look good. Hey, it's a fun last show. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> So let's get to uh, what's in the box. Do we have anyone on the co- on the line? No. Yeah, if you wanna if you wanna win some free stuff, six three one three eight eight five one nine five. Don't let <laughs> don't don't let Poppy get it. Poppy will Poppy will call and snatch it right up. Yeah. Next person to give us a call plays what's in the box. What's in the box is a game we do each week, brought to you by the Human Fund, and it. what it is people helping people. It is you pick A, B, C, or D. You guys decide what you're gonna take, and then you also decide what. The person at home gets to have as their prize. So you want to look at the? Uh, want to bring the boxes over to your beer area there? Sure, Mr. Ernie. By the way, uh, I, we should mention we were going to have one of our softball players on the show to talk about. We uh, were. I saw Gil he Martin just, and he and he uh, and Billy got called in on OT. Uh, he's a Nassau County cop. Um, I there was. Some, I like him a lot. There, he's great, man. He's awesome. Uh, what you call it? They, I've known him since I was like eight years old. We played baseball against each other forever. We only played together one season, and uh, and uh, he was. It was awesome to have him there. He's a great guy, and uh, there was some Facebook drama because somebody was claiming we had an organized team. He was like, I've definitely seen the shortstop before. <laughs> that and, was the best. And Billy's and you, like, you actually, you he, you Keith and I were texting each other after that, yeah. and he's like, I had to jump in. And you're like, I. Think that he might be something yeah, wrong with this I was guy like, I think, because I think he's like I've seen you be. play organized. I've seen you play before, and then you wrote back, "You've seen someone play softball before. Yeah. You know that you're allowed to play softball." Yeah, yeah. Oh my goodness! Oh, it's our buddy. How did it was on speed dial? Uh, I don't know. Maybe we are. F Scott. F Scott. All right, hold on one second. All right, after the doctor feel good. F Scott in te- in, oh, in Texas, right? You're in Texas. Yeah, man. Waco, the, Texas. The country. Long time listener, second time caller. That's now. it. The country of Tejas. Are you pulling for the Astros or what? Uh, I guess I got to, man. I, you know, my wife's kind of a, a Houston native, so uh, yeah. I guess I got to. Happy wife, happy life, that's right? It, man. That's, 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 that, that's what it. I go by. You know Learn it. it. Learn it. <laughs> All right, Scott. So what listen, do you, what do you a, want? A, B, C, or D for you? Uh, let's go with A. A. All right, what's, All right. Let's go with A. Let's see what's in. Let's see what's, what's in the box. Waiting to see what's in there. There we go. Look at this. Seven lines. No way. What, si- what size fitted it's, do you wear? Yeah. Uh, what size hoodie? Probably no, 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 no. Fitted. Fitted. What, fitted. What size fitted hat do you wear? Uh, seven and three eighths. This is seven three quarters. This is a big boy. Close it's like enough. My head size. You'll grow into it. It'll, it'll <laughs> shrink. Or it's sweating <laughs> it a lot in Waco, Texas. Awesome. All awesome. right. So, and anyway. uh, what letter for someone at home? Uh, let's go to the other end of the spectrum, D. 
All right, a lot of people do that. Yeah. All right, cool, man. We'll uh, we'll pick that at the end of the show. And thank you for stay calling. Stay on the line so we can grab your address. Yeah, yeah. Stay on the All line. Right, Lizzie's gonna grab your address. And we appreciate your loyalty this year. Yeah. Thanks for watching us each yeah, week. Yeah, man. Thanks for everything, fellas. You guys did a great job. No, no problem. problem. We'll see you next year, man. Thank you. Thanks for listening. One day we'll design that track jacket. All right, this is D for whoever's gonna win the share contest at home. Should don't look should, yet. Don't look. We we'll should pick. We All should right, you can do it somebody. now if you want. Go ahead. Coach Bobby. Uh, hold on. I, hold on. Okay. While you, you already do, picked? No, 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 I didn't. All right. Uh, all right. Tell me when to stop. Stop. All right. Uh, Jake Milonis. Jake? J -j -j Jake Milonis. You're going to send him a message? Boom, ba, doo, 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 oh, I like doo, his cover doo, photo. Doo, doo. Actually, I'll have to probably pay royalties if I keep singing. Uh, yeah, his, yeah, his cover photo is a, is an old school seven-line army It's like design. three years ago, yeah. All right, this is what he gets. <laughs> we might have to fix something. No way. <laughs> we might have to fix something else. No, that's what he wins. He wins a shirt, a do me right shirt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> throwback, throwback Thursday. Please. Jake, please don't wear this. <laughs> please, please. Let me see that. <laughs> wow, this is really old. Really old school. Really, really old school. All right, do me right. He's, but uh, he's a dude. So gives it away as a gift. This is a throwback. Right. This is valuable right here. Jake, you know who to complain to. Complain? He's getting free shit. All right. Well, do me right. <laughs> well, there you have it. All right, guys. So share the show. And you'll be in the running for more free stuff at the end of the show. Are you going to send me a message? Or would you close it out? Uh, what do you want to hear? You close it out. What do you want to hear? <laughs> <laughs> Jake something? Uh, we'll find it. Jake. Yeah, there he is. Jake Malonis. Yeah, send Everybody a message. should know that. So we do have some huge product news to drop. I wish my uh, webcam worked here because it would be nice to intro this a little bit. But um, I've had this idea for a number of years, and I wasn't exactly sure that – the league was going to go with it. They did. And we are releasing some new stuff coming up soon. Before I show it off, what do you, like, you can be completely honest. Do you, are you into the idea? Do I'm you, very into the idea. Because you know me. I'll use any excuse not to wear sleeves. Oh, you just jinxed it. You just broke. You just broke the news. Uh, all I did was all I did was <laughs> tease it. They just know it's something without sleeves. Okay, so you just you just broke it. But I was trying we, to give you a nice little segue. <laughs> we are releasing the '86 jersey as a basketball jersey, and we actually got a permission from the league to design pretty much any jersey as a basketball jersey, which is – I think – is this – are we the first ones to do that? It's got – well, if, if not, it's definitely the first in a while. I'll say that. So, I mean yeah, – I mean, people have made jerseys before. I mean, they've made tank tops. But as far as, like, a, a replica style yeah, of an official of, it, of I, an official jersey, I don't think I've ever seen one I mean, I remember, I remember having an Islanders baseball jersey. Where yeah, I've, but, seen some, I've seen but, some. Yeah, some, there's been some crossover stuff, but I, I don't really believe I've seen this. So we do have four different designs approved. I'm not exactly sure which one's going to be first. The one on the screen right here is the 86 pinstripe, the white one, if you're listening afterwards. I really, really think you should watch the show on replay to get a visual of this thing. Um, the other option here is the old school blue and orange. You know what year this was when they had the, the pullover V-neck blue and orange? 1983. 1983. So the 1983 jersey will also be a basketball style. Last year, 
we came up with two options for the seven-line army, and this was the losing option of the pattern. This is the orange NY interlocking fabric with Mets across the chest. What's really cool, too, on all of these, on the bottom left hip, it says uh, it, it's the jock tag. Instead of it being the majestic one, it's one custom for us, Mets NY logo on the left, the seven-line army logo on the right, and underneath it says for Mets fans, by Mets fans. On the back neck is also the Mets, uh, not the Mets, the MLB batter logo. Last but not least, the 1987 gray road uniform. Uh, what we haven't decided yet is if the jerseys will have numbers on them or not. I wanted to ask you what your opinion is on this because the way it works is these are completely custom just for us. These are not mass produced. These aren't jerseys that they're making to go sell in Dick's and MLB shop and wherever else. This is for us. So we have to order a good amount of, good amount of jerseys and I'm not exactly sure if we should commit to blanks. If you want to put a number on it, you can go put your number on somewhere else or blanks and 87s or blanks and 86s. I think we should do blanks. But what do you think? Do you think that people are going to be interested in wearing it with 87 or nothing? Well, I think the 87 articulates nicely like what the year it, what year it's from because not everybody knows that that script was a one year usage and that it was in 1987 and I don't know, man, that's tough. It's a tough call. It is tough. It's call. it's a lot more expensive, I mean to be completely honest, to get the jerseys for retail it's like 20 extra dollars to have a number on the front and the back it might be worth it then to go blank i i, I think i think we have something we do we have flesh. a we have a somewhat sample here it's very close to being what we're going to actually produce but this is the sample we actually have to mail it back tomorrow to majestic but uh drew's rocking one here let's let's change the uh the little camera angle he's rocking the 87 we should actually let you stand up and show it show it off a little bit come on let's do a little posing over yeah, here come, come over near us come on come on i'm over here <laughs> Uh, <laughs> all right. Relax, relax. So this is the 87. It doesn't have the numbers on it. This what size is this? Large. Yeah. It's so large. yeah, the numbers on the, the back, but this large. is just the sample. And then obviously it's got the same. It, this is the exact same race. Wouldn't call this a race. What do you call this on the side? What? Side panel. What do you call? Yeah, it? like a racing. The racing, the racing stripe. side panel racing stripe, stripe, straight from the Mets jersey. So, um, your your mic's not even on. I'm trying to just, like, show off something we're going to sell. You're talking about be people being sexy over here. Uh, so, anyway, that's the 87 one. Let me show you guys what the what the sample looks like of the pinstripe. So, this is the pinstripe one. doesn't have the number on the front. This is just the straight-up blank. The T7L is on the, on the, the front left uh, chest and the logo on the bottom hip. I think that I don't really know which one to come out with first. I think that we should hit him with the banger and do the 80, 86 first. We have to order a lot. To be completely honest with everyone at home, we have to order like 500 of these, okay. and they're not going to be cheap. They're a little bit more expensive than a regular replica because it's a, it's a pattern that's made just for us. These aren't jerseys that they mass produce for other retailers. Uh, so do you have a price point? Um, I think it is like uh, 140-ish bucks, okay. which is more than a replica. Uh, and people are going to say, well, I have a basketball jersey that's 120 bucks." Well, I understand, but they make right. thousands of but those. But I was going to say, but Nike makes uh, hundreds of thousands of Knicks and Nets jerseys. Every right, so they year. are going to be a little bit more expensive. I don't know if that's going to scare people away. But where else can you get this? Nowhere. So I, I don't know. It's what, a great option. Which one's the, your favorite one out of the four? Personally? Yeah. I love the camo one. Really? I do. And I know, I know that's not popular in the studio. 
and and my disappointment notwithstanding with the group think over here but i i love it and i also love that it's orange so that if i you know if i'm going to the section it's july it's 98 degrees i can throw that on and i can i can you know rock it with that is my understanding as well i mean i think that you know once we're going to come out with another jersey, the 2018 Army jersey for next year for the season ticket members and also the replicas. But like you were saying, how many different jerseys do you really need? I mean, we're going to come out with something hot every year, and you're going to get it as part of your package. Right. But if you bought the orange tank top and it's 105 degrees at City Field in the sun with no breeze, I'll probably wear this instead. We don't care what you wear. We say all the time, like, we don't care if you even wear our stuff. If you're sitting with us and you buy a ticket and you want to be united, wear orange. We don't care if it's a Nike shirt, Majestic shirt, whatever. We'd, we'd like it if it was one of ours, but if it's not, no big deal. If you buy this jersey, you could wear it to every game. So um, I guess I'm going to read the feedback here and see what people think. Yeah. Um, Crowdsource it. Uh, like Jack Walsh wrote here, I'm a trendsetter. But can't deny I've been cutting my $250 jersey for years, which is true. That's he sits true. over there in the front yep. row 140. He cuts I've the sleeves it. off every year. I have seen it. So I think this is a – we're introducing a brand-new category. Yes. So I'm not exactly sure what to expect. I don't know if this is going to be popular. Some people could be like, well, you know, some traditionalist will say I like my baseball jerseys this way, and I think that it's wrong to make a basketball jersey, whatever. I think that style is, is up in the air these days, and if, you, and if you're comfortable wearing Always. it and you, and you like it, then rock it. Yep. Um, I don't know. It's going to be a really, really tough decision to know what we come up with first. But if we get our order in with – majestic by the 15th of this month we probably can get them before christmas well very very quick turnaround mom dad you know what to buy me <laughs> what do we do i don't know man i think that for you know what you like but consumer wise what do you do you think 86 is the way to go i think 86 so oh I and, think... and for anyone watching they're they're going to be in small through 4x in men's and small through 2x in women's oh, there, cool. there's going to be a women's that's cut as cool. well that's a women's cut that's awesome uh i think that the racing stripe is going to be the most popular. So I think that whatever the 86 racing stripe, I should say. So whatever you do, this is going to be the most popular. Um, so it's tough. Like, will people want to be a completist about it? Will they want all of them? Will they just pick their favorite? It's it's so hard. And these are the, the decisions that people don't realize happen all the time like the apple beanie we were talking about where you had no idea what and it's the a very was. expensive uh it's gamble very expensive because if they don't sell they don't care i still gotta buy them you know what i mean right exactly um so, and the, you know the reason why it's expensive for obvious reasons limited edition uh compared to mass produced we got to pay major league baseball royalty we got to pay to buy these things nothing's cheap in this world and um the other reason why they would be more than a regular basketball jersey they're not mesh they are regular baseball. They're material. cool base. They're yeah. basically like cool base. So material. it's it's a regular material. It's a little bit thicker and um, whatever. It's nice. You can rock I've, it over I've, a hoodie I've like worn, mellow. I've worn a sample. They feel really, really, really good. So I would I would highly advise that if this is something that aesthetically you like, you would definitely like it. it, it it's going to be comfortable to wear. Um, I, I threw on one of the large samples and it, it fit me great. So uh, even Darren said it looked nice. It made me feel very good about myself. <laughs> so, dude, before we get to the Facebook Q&A, I just want to say thank you for a fun year. Yeah. Again, we talked about it in the open, opener of the show. We weren't really sure what to expect. And I think that each week, uh, whether it was a good week for the Mets or a bad week for the Mets, we had fun doing this. Yep. And I wrote a little blog. Did I write a blog post? I wrote something. Oh, I wrote uh, something on my Facebook page when I shared that video that went up yesterday. It was a, it was a bright point of my week 
each week doing the show, whether it was, you know, an hour, an hour, 20 minutes, whatever it was. I think it was fun. And for a season like we just had, we needed all the distractions that we could possibly get because yep. there wasn't that many things to cheer about. But if there was something that we could do to smile and hang out and enjoy the baseball season, this was it for us. And I think a lot of the people that watch at home were consistently watching with us each week. So for them, it may have been a bright spot as well. So thank you to everyone at home for watching with us. And um, I, I, I don't really know what else to say. No, yeah, I, we, should, we should just list off some really quick people. Thanks to Keith Blacknick, who uh, always rips down the audio at, right away. I mean, this guy has a job. He's got other stuff to do. He's always going in there and, uh, and getting the audio up on SoundCloud and iTunes as soon as possible. A- uh, Andrew Zarian, who helped, us with the, who helped you with the Absolutely. setup. Absolutely. I wouldn't have known what to buy at all yep. if it wasn't for Andrew. And I actually, did you, did you know when we were doing the calls? And I was trying to figure out a system for the calls. Yeah. He's like, I think you got to buy this, yada, yada. I was like, well, can I just buy a mic and put a phone on speakerphone? He's like, I've never thought of that, but let me know how it goes. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> and then, like, the next day, he's like, holy shit, it worked. Yeah. So, like, we, we totally rig everything as, as much as we can. And I've never had a, 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 a webcam freeze until tonight. There you but go. But whatever. So it, it, it was a game changer when so he So Zarian, Black uh, Nick. Yeah. Um, all our guests, Paul LaDuca, Mike Piazza, Nelson Figueroa, Al Dukes, Curtis Granderson, Wayne Randazzo, Kevin Burkhart, Taz. I know I'm forgetting people. I, I mean, everybody who came on the show and took a chance uh, on us. And, uh, Especially and she, KB because he was first, totally, and, totally first, and, and and obviously we w- went through a lot of hiccups. And that was like a forty-five minute interview, and I know that he knew that like half that stuff, like no one was hearing. Yeah, but it was it was a good time, and yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, you know what it is like, a lot of the stuff that we do with the Seven Line, we're not trying to like reinvent the wheel here. People have done shows before, but. We just try to stand out a little bit differently, mm-hmm. and I think that's what we try to do with the show. Yeah. And I'm thankful that people were receptive to it. And I yeah. got to thank Lizzie too for answering the calls here once we started the calls. And uh, yeah, but last but not least, we should thank these two people because I think they're the reason why we get to do this, which uh, are our wives. Because for like for what what was it that was written something? mine was that was written down there it's mine. written down on there both so <laughs> Kelly Kelly didn't even have to point to herself uh, you know uh, I was over your house I mean Kelly every let day me into every, your house every Thursday, every Thursday. Yeah. so I mean to take a chance on somebody that she barely knew before we started this uh, and let me come over and, and to my wife who who gives her time I mean. The only reason that I can do this is because she picks up the slack at home. We have our baby was two months old when we started this. He's gonna he's turning a year old on on the twenty first. So I mean, Lauren, thank you so much. I appreciate you giving me the uh, the time, the opportunity to do something I love. And thank you to to you know for asking me to do this in the first place. And we have a nice meeting tomorrow. Yeah, we do. We do. <laughs> so we have a lot of things on tap for season two, and we think we're gonna come back with a show that is is even tighter and even better and. <laughs> Quite frankly, more profitable. So, <laughs> so we'll see. Uh, we'll see where we go. Um, so get those uh, Facebook Q and A's coming. We're yeah. going to answer some questions before we turn this thing off. But I think there's some bubbly behind the scenes. Uh oh. Huh? No, your mic's not on. It turns on when when you're ready to talk. It's on now. It's on well, now. what I want to say is that there's so many people that are saying thank you, thank you, thank you to the both of you. Um, that it's incredible. It's. What are we talking about? Uh, thank oh, you. Comments? Yeah, the I'm comment section looking. on Facebook, you guys are getting thanks. Up. Yeah, from Aww. every single person. Literally, the feed is going wild right now. Great job on season one. Thank you guys. This has been awesome. Great job. It's awesome. <laughs> Great job. Cheap beer, somebody said. Cheap beer. <laughs> he always wants PBR. Ew. Yeah. Uh, we want good beer. Oh, we want sponsors. PBR? No. Yeah. Um, but this oh, has been this has been an amazing oh. season, and we're totally looking forward to more. Once. 
<laughs> Once we got here and it's so bright over there. It, yeah. it is. It's too it bright. Is. Yeah. This is too much right here. <laughs> I'm getting a suntan. <laughs> Once, once the set changed and it looked more profesh, it, everything came out really great. So you guys doing this every Thursday night, even for me, that's like somebody who stands out on the side. It, it's great. Very, very great. Very entertaining. We appreciate it. And thank you very much. And, and thanks for everybody to watch, you know, for watching. We know that a lot of you guys, you know, let us into basically let us into your homes <laughs> and your your ears on the train or whatever. And it, there's a lot of content out there, you know, from from Major League Baseball and other blogs and whatever. To, to get an hour, hour and change to be able to uh, let us into your lives. We appreciate that. that that's important. Honestly. Absolutely. So I didn't even know you actually bought this. We were texting. I was going to go buy I it. I you I did. No, you, you were like. House. We do? What's this? Okay. All right. We're going to pop some bubbly here. And uh, we were texting and then I didn't stop. I guess you stopped. Hell yeah. Yeah. All right. No, no, no. Please don't spray it. Don't break it. Hey. Here we go. Yeah, I don't want to shoot the light. Here we go. Oh! <laughs> all right. So you guys have glasses over there? Yeah, we all do. Thank you, Andrew. And are we going to give a toast? I think we, we did the toast before we opened the bottle. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> well, you want to give a toast? To Everywhere we go, when it's like someone's birthday, because I want to give a toast. No, she I always wants to give a toast. You're so, like my mom. Even at my own birthday, I gave a toast. <laughs> yeah, and then we got engaged. Yeah, I gave a toast before my own engagement. <laughs> That's fantastic. <laughs> I did. I love to toast. I'll toast if you want me to. And then this is my face. What? Uh, <laughs> Darren's O face. No, Darren's guys. toast face. Well, do you want me to toast? Yeah, to- sure. You're on. Get close do to the it. mic, though. Yes, yeah. you're on. Get close to the mic. So, thank you, Brian and Darren, for a wonderful, a wonderful first season of Orange and Blue Thing. We appreciate it. Every <laughs> Thursday, I love to watch you at 6 o'clock. And you made the Mets 2017 season better than it could have been without you guys. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Uh, That's 100% true. true. Oh, true. Thank you. It was such a hard season, so I appreciate everything that you guys did. Thank and you. And I love you both. Thank Cheers. You, Cheers. Hey, yo. Cheers. All right. <laughs> Cheers, guys. Thanks for buying the uh, the bubbly. That's it. All right, guys. Awesome cups. We're out of here. Season one in the books. Thank you very much. Welcome. We'll be back. We'll be back in December. It's uh, time. Winter meetings when is when we'll return. We just decided. Yeah, just uh, a couple months. Ago. We'll see you guys in December. Thank you for everything. Uh, if you're a season ticket member with the Seven Line Army, look for emails shortly about next season's schedule. We haven't got pricing yet from the Mets. Whenever we do, we'll keep you guys in the loop as much as we possibly can. Brian, thanks for everything. Thanks for everyone that's here. Thanks for everyone at home. All you guys listening afterwards on SoundCloud and iTunes. Oh, we didn't do the share contest. We have to do one more share, one contest, more share contest. And then we'll sign this Pick thing it. off. Oh, yes. Keep going, keep going, keep going. Stop. Hold on, hold on. Oh, wait, Our last winner it. of the year. Tell me, tell me to stop again. All right, stop. Lance Drennan. Lance has been a good supporter of the show. The good. Whole, Lance whole. Drennan, 50 bucks coming your way in product. Oh, we'll hit you up. Shit. So thank you guys. Appreciate everything. That's it. That's it, man. Put in the books.